we have to touch on. <laughs> I mean, at no, least, <laughs> at least, at least give it a little peek. <laughs> Heads up. Oh man, welcome back to <laughs> welcome back to the unrestricted Vex and Richard and Bob, and we're already cracking up. We haven't even started the show. That means we're gonna have a good show. Or conversely, we might absolutely bomb. This could go any given direction. We do have a lot to cover, okay? It's a juicy Tuesday. It really it is. is. I mean, look, this is NFL trade deadline day. The Cowboys, I don't know if they're gonna make a move, but it seems like maybe they should if they want to put themselves in the conversation for the top of the NFC. You've got Steve Nash just getting fired by the Brooklyn Nets maybe an hour ago. And, you know, I'm sorry, but you got Josh Primo. think we are going to have to cover Josh Primo. We're, we have to touch on it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at, no. least, <laughs> at least, at least give it a little peek. <laughs> It has to be the first thing we do, right? I mean, that is what primo means in Spanish, right? Yeah, first? Pri primo is first. I thought primo meant peekaboo. <laughs> oh, my God. So the Spurs lose last year's first-round pick. But, you know, I heard they gained a sponsor. <laughs> Who is it? Flasher Equipment. Hey! <laughs> you can get your own. <laughs> <laughs> you can get your own custom autographed fleshlight oh, man. and an adult video made of Megaplex. Do you remember when we were show prepping a couple weeks ago and I was like, hey, guys, think of the funniest name in San Antonio of any business in oh, this yes. city. It was because I'd just driven by Flasher Equipment. And I was like, I drive by it all the time, but I'd never really thought about how funny it was. And then this Primo thing comes out. There Sorry, I didn't mean to say it like that either. But <laughs> <laughs> I mean, excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> he still owed like four million dollars from the Spurs. Maybe he could invest. I mean, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you mean maybe prop up a struggling organization, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he could go and work for Rosemary and help <sighs> pitch a tent. What was the name, Richard, of the of the San Antonio company that you were going to bring to the show? More erection. <laughs> I mean, he, he, I mean, real, real live, legitimate seems company. Seems like a natural sponsor for him. I think so. He could recoup some of his lost wages <laughs> <laughs> from flasher equipment and more erection. I I drove past a truck the other day that that was. You know, it was one of those small business owners driving his own truck with it written on the side, and it was S.A. Holes. Oh, <laughs> Holes of San Antonio is another one. That's a different, is that another one? Yeah. I mean, S.A. Holes is not really <laughs> great. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's, it's really good. But not for Josh Primo. That wouldn't work. No. By the way, I noticed on H-E-B, I was, I was... What would his ice cream be? I, I, what flavor... <laughs> Uh, banana chocolate? <laughs> Covered and smothered. H-E-B has on their on their couponing, like, I'm, I'm a pretty major... Primo like, picks. Yes! 
That's yes! what I'm going with. Oh, yes. God. Yes, and they have not. I looked. They have not changed it. It's Primo Picks this week's special. <laughs> kosher 100% Bro, hot I've dogs. A, I've got a picture of it that I took for you guys. This doesn't work well on pod, but it is still on their website. And it is like Johnsonville Brock <laughs> for the bride, for the primo pick. Hold the onions. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, in all seriousness, if you're having trouble um, with <laughs> depression and mental illness, call a friend. You don't have to call into the show, but call a friend. It seems like such a weird thing for a 19-year-old guy, like to be flashing his business. I mean, it just kind of does, like. You know, I, I, when I when it first started circulating, I was like, oh, well, it must be dick pics. But then I was like, well, wait a minute. Like, dick pics for other NBA players, they've gone out and they've spread and, it actually and nobody helped got cut. George, what's his name? Was it George Hill? Who went to Ooey Pooey. Yeah, it was George Hill. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, like, Draymond Green was out there. Nobody got cut for that. But then it turned into more of, like, this, you know, creepy peeping Tom thing and... <laughs> With, with with Spurs employees, I mean, what do they call the new facility? The Rock. <laughs> they might have to change the name. There's well, a whole new th- whole new take on pounding the Rock. <laughs> what, Bob? Go ahead. Coming back to more seriousness. No, I mean, my hats off to the Spurs organization for handling this the way the Texans should have handled Deshaun Watson. Yeah, maybe yeah. so. Huh? I mean, it was quick and decisive before we ever knew anything. He's gone. I mean, the, fir- the first rumors was what I got from you on Saturday morning, that he's he a was murder suspect. Invo- yeah, involved in a murder. <laughs> okay, so I have to tell you, the first rumor I heard of it was like six weeks ago. Because he flashed you and you liked it. No, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, this primo gets pretty good. Because you requested it? No, but I will tell you that whatever investigation the Spurs began was somewhere around six weeks ago. And whatever they found... Um, and, and maybe maybe there was another instance of it. Maybe he had been warned. Did they set um, up like a game cam? <laughs> yeah, maybe so. <laughs> but whatever, whatever, it was nonetheless a very decisive move. And I, you know, I don't even think we want to go down this road. But like, let's be honest, Josh Primo has not necessarily lived. We're not up. going behind the curtain. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But let's take a look behind. Okay. Uh, he hasn't been a world beater, uh, God. As, <laughs> as, as, as in his year with the Spurs, he's 19. I know he's a kid and he showed some promise, but like, it's not like he made first team all rookie. Um, you know, I, I, I do wonder like if this was uh, a player like Cade Cunningham, you know, <laughs> you're like, thank you so much for doing that. And, but don't you give him like a leave of absence? From the team, and and say you know we're, we're he has some legal trouble that he's going to need to deal with, and you know we'll make a decision on his future as a spur at a future moment or no uh, no, no I, you no, ripped the bandaid off no really even yes. if it's Cade Cunningham like best player in his class uh, I thought you were talking about Primo Peekaboo <laughs> well I'm just Peek-a-boo throwing streets. out I'm th- I'm hypothesizing that the fact that he hasn't been good had doesn't help him and the fact that <laughs> The Spurs have a roster full of young talent behind him, Blake Wesley included, who's looked really good until he blew out his MCL. Back to Primo. To, to your point about this investigation has been ongoing, the Spurs are a world-class organization. When it comes to mental health and their players and taking care of their people, the Spurs are world-class. No doubt. So 
I got to imagine this is a little bit of, we got some rumblings of this. They brought Josh in. They said, hey, what's going on? Josh was like, nothing. I ain't doing nothing. <laughs> and then some more stuff came out, and Josh was like, I ain't doing nothing. And the, and the Spurs got more and said, you're gone. Yeah. You're gone. I can't imagine they didn't give him a chance to fess up to this, own up to it, and move on. I imagine you're right. You know, and all of this is conjecture, and we'll probably never know the true story, kind of like the Kawhi Leonard exit from the Spurs. No one will pull the covers off of this one? We're we're just never going to get a look at it. Somebody has gotten a look at it. Somebody needs to write that expose. <laughs> oh, oh my God. How long can we do this on the show? All right, I don't know how long. <laughs> look, I, I, I really liked Josh Primo as a player. I did see potential in him. I, you know, this is, a, this is a crappy situation. Um, it's really hard to digest. <laughs> Do you think he's going to get signed somewhere else? That's China! Okay. okay, turning this back around, if it were Cade Cunningham that the Spurs had drafted, and I'm only using Cade because he was the number one player drafted in Primo's class, okay? I'm not, sorry, Cade, don't mean to throw you into this mix. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's listening. <laughs> but if it were Cade Cunningham and he got dropped, I think somebody else would pick him up, and then they would give him leave from the team, and they would say, you know, Cade's going through some personal legal dis- uh, difficulties, and we're going to address this matter at a later date. Well, he cleared waivers, so someone can do that. Yep, exactly. And I don't think he will be picked up, by the way. Not um, for a while. Not uh, until he probably clears some whatever criminal fallout comes yeah. from this. Not until he, until he clears it. But, I mean, the examples on the, over on the NFL, you know, He's going through a grand jury indictment and clears that and has still has 23 lawsuits and signs for $240 million guaranteed. Yeah, he's just a lot better than Josh Primo at his position. We'll see. I saw my first Spurs game on Friday. Yeah. Oh, yo, thank you for watching, I guess. <laughs> you and 5,000 other people? I think it was 6,800 people were watching. Yeah, but it was good ball, wasn't it? It was really, it was it was fun to watch. If you're not, if you haven't tuned into a Spurs game, I swear, it's worth it. I did, They're fun to watch. I didn't want to be impressed because I kind of wanted to watch the baseball game, but yep. I kept gravitating back to the Spurs. Yeah. By the way, has there ever been a better time for a World Series rainout? Than last night. Because it was Halloween. Because it was Halloween and none of us were going to get to watch the goddamn game. The pagans oh, I came when, together and made it rain. When I saw the rain postponement, I was like, yes! <laughs> you know, uh, there was a, also major breaking news right before the show started that Steve Nash has been fired in Brooklyn, which is no real surprise, but a little bit. Um, I got to be honest. I, I feel bad for Steve Nash because he took that job like with the promise of having essentially a super team, and that super team never really assembled because they were never healthy and because Kyrie Irving is a freak, and now Ben Simmons took, you know, <laughs> took James Harden's place as the weirdo on the, on the team, and they are last in the league, bottom three in the league, by almost every single defensive metric, and they're off to a terrible start. And this is what I don't like about the NBA. This is the tail wagging the dog. You're going to fire Nash. But you're going to have a guy who's angered 
a large portion of your fan base sitting in Brooklyn with all his crap. Okay, why don't you go a little bit more into detail because that is part of what I want to get to on today's show. I mean, Kyrie Irving spread a notoriously anti-Semitic video and book on his Twitter account and was approached about it by a reporter in the post game, and Kyrie Irving basically just gave him the, hey, I'm just a human. Like, get off my ass. Like, I'm, I'm not uh, proliferating anything. And it's like, my ass, bro. You got, I don't know how many millions of Twitter followers, and I don't care who you are and how many followers you have, whether it's you, Bob, or me, or you, Richie, or, or, or if it's Elon Musk with 11 billion Twitter followers or whatever. If you spread the Turner Diaries, which is maybe the most racist book ever written um, from the late 70s. Like, it's, it, I've never read it, <laughs> but I, I, I've read about it, and it's disgustingly racist. If I put that on my Facebook or my, or my Instagram or my Twitter, like, and it didn't have the header, this is the most disgusting book ever written, then I am proliferating racism. And what, what Kyrie Irving did, especially in, on the foothills of what Kanye West did, is proliferating anti-Semitism. And you're right, Bob. It's Brooklyn, man. It's extremely diverse. Extremely Jewish. Mm -hmm. It's extremely Jewish. I I mean, back in the early last century, there was over a million Jews in New York City. Yeah. Yeah, more than there were in the in the state of Israel entirely. Yeah. I mean, and and this isn't like Kyrie Irving is sitting in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia spouting anti Semitic crap. But that's where he ought to be playing right now. He like, shouldn't honestly, be playing Honestly, I'm pretty pissed off about this, and I'm pretty pissed off about the Kanye West thing, although Kanye is – I mean, he's, he's shown mentally us, ill. Yeah, he's shown us his crazy and I th- I think, for a um, long time. I think what's-his-name-is, too. Yeah, Kyrie, Kyrie is, I mean, the, is nuts. The real, the real shame is, is the admissions department at the University of Duke. How'd they let that guy in if he thinks no the, the earth, the world is is flat? Yeah, I, that should be one of the first questions. I think it is really weird, particularly given the NBA's history and current uh, commissionership. You know, David Stern was right. a Jew. Uh, Adam Silver is a Jew. Like many owners in the NBA, uh, they're not called owners anymore; they're called governors. But whatever, we know what we're talking about here are Jewish. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how this is going to end up for Kyrie, but I don't think, it, I don't think it's going to fare well. And if I was Steve Nash, would you be surprised if today's resi- uh, firing resignation of Steve Nash had something to do with him going forward to his general manager, who's former Spurs, Sean Marks, right. and his owner, Joe Psy, um, and saying, and I don't want this guy playing for me anymore. Yeah, like, th- I don't represent this. Can't, this can't this. fly. Because Steve yeah. Nash, Steve Nash, you know, look, he was a, a hated rival when he was a son, but I think respected by most people as a human. Um, an extreme voice of tolerance and good, healthy political discourse over his 25 years in the public eye. Mm-hmm. Would it surprise you one bit if we found out tomorrow that Steve Nash went up and asked for the removal of Kyrie? Like, I'm not coaching this guy anymore. Right. No, it wouldn't. But unfortunately for Steve Nash, he hasn't been coaching him for a while. <laughs> he really hasn't. He really I think, hasn't. I mean, it, those guys that they got, when you say super team, 
if you don't have anybody that's willing to learn, to follow a game plan, to to share the ball, sure, you're just a bunch of. But guys. when but when that team was assembled and Vegas put them at three to one favorites to win a title, that was like, the kiss of death before we'd ever seen one game from them. It just, I, I think, it just shows how much we value talent in particularly in the sport of basketball, and we quickly forget how much chemistry matters. You know, chemistry it's not all coaching. analytics. It's, right. Yeah, chemistry and coaching. It matters, man. Why are the Spurs 5-2 and two right now? Chemistry and coaching. Chemistry and coaching. Mm-hmm. Like, it ain't talent, man. And, and give a shit. Yeah, it's give a shit factor. Hustle. Right? Yeah. It's, 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 it's an old word that no one uses anymore. The but, uh, Houston Rockets can't win a goddamn game, okay? Like, and they got they, talent at the yin-yang. And they do, they do. They have talent spilling out of their ears. But it's a bunch of me's. more than the Spurs. And there's no us's. Yeah. And, and they're a young team, so they're going to make bad, bad decisions. And you get that. The Spurs have a similarly young uh, roster. Of and people keep no one has heard. Nobody's heard of them. And they've kicked the crap out of Minnesota two out of three to start the season. Yep. Preseason top five Western Conference team. Last thing on Kyrie. We have not heard the last of this. There's no way you're going to proliferate that kind of anti-Semitic crap and get away with it. Not in this era. And there's no way you should. As I mentioned, if I, if I put out the Turner Diaries on my Instagram. You would not be invited to Thanksgiving. That's right. I mean, <laughs> I'd, I'd be fired from my own business, and I work for my family. Yeah. Okay. Real in short order. <laughs> yeah. And we do have free speech, so you're allowed to say whatever you want, but I'm allowed to turn you off and not care about you for the rest of your life. Free speech, absolutely, but you must suffer the consequences. For yes. every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. So you can spew all the hate you want. But get ready. Yeah. Stand by your comments and be dealt with as such. Accordingly. Yeah, yeah you're not promised. There's nowhere in the Constitution does it say you get to make $25 million a year as the point guard for the Nets. Yeah, this does this shit. Still playing basketball. Coach leaves. Still playing basketball. And I go back in the NFL to Colin Kaepernick. Well, all he did was take a knee. Hasn't played a down since. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that was times. a bummer. No, I brought that one down, didn't I? No, no, it's fine. You're right, Bob. But kind of moving this, moving this along, because the other big thing today is the NFL trade deadline, and there is there is shit flying and hitting the fan everywhere. Wait, when, you, what? Are, what are your eyes no, doing? No, Tell when me. has the NFL trade deadline deadline been a thing? I don't remember it being this big, this much movement. Uh, not in many, many years. I mean, yesterday I read as I'm going to bed that the Bears have dealt away their best defensive player, Roquan Smith. Most and tackles like, in the league. And yeah, and 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 for some beans and a Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, I get it. Like, you know, the Bears probably know that they're just not going anywhere and they're in rebuilding mode. And and well, the that, week before they got rid of their best pass rusher. That's right. That's right. And I mean then, it's a hot wholesale. And then five minutes ago, they just traded for their a number one wide receiver, Chase Clayton from Pittsburgh. Claypool. Chase Claypool. What I say? Clayton. Clayton. Chase. Oh, Chase Clayton. Well, I play golf with him in Oak Hill. Sorry, Chase. Great guy. Listening. <laughs> you were You weren't traded to the Chicago Bears. <laughs> yes. Re- really good short game, but he still live here. Vex says he's going to take six dollars. So, what are the Bears doing? They're trading everybody. Are they going for it or not? Well, why do you bring in a number one wide receiver if you're giving away your best defensive player? Are you going for it or are you not going for it? I don't. I don't get it. 
I mean, directionally, I don't get it. There's like six running backs, Naeem Hines, Kareem Hunt, uh, Cam Akers. Oh, what's awesome homeboy down in New Orleans? Uh, Alvin Kamara. Like that are allegedly out there and available. And, you know, you would think that a team like Buffalo might want to go do it. You would think that a team like Dallas would be like, no, thanks. We're good on the running backs. But Philadelphia, like if they have a weakness, it's probably that. Well, uh, and I heard that they were pretty hot after McCaffrey. Yeah, I, I, I would think they would have been, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so now, you know, what's plan B? Is it Kareem Hunt? Does he move the needle enough? I, I kind of don't think so. But if it's Alvin Kamara, well, that's a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you view those two players, but I think Kamara is terrifying. Yeah. Well, and, and getting back to the boys, when we saw this week, we saw number 20. Yeah. I think he styles a lot like Kamara. Yeah, yeah. He can get skinny. Yeah, yeah, gets skinny in doesn't, the hole. Doesn't take a lot of pops. Yep. Does the jump cut in the hole. Yep. And and he's got a great top speed. 14 oh, carries, it, 131 yards. If, if, in, if, incredibly if, explosive. If I were asking you to, and I know you're a Niners fan, Bob, so if you want to, you can you can include the Niners on this, although the Niners probably already got their wish getting C-Mac. It mm-hmm. looked, looked like the right decision this past weekend. Sure did. My God. He can probably throw better than Trey Lance. <laughs> he had a passer rating of 158.3. Yeah. <laughs> better than Montana. What What would be your, your Cowboy wish list? Is there a position or a player that uh, comes to you, comes to mind for you? I think, and I've thought a lot about it. We talked about this off air. I think that if they get healthy in the next two weeks – they're going to be a problem for anybody they play. Would I like another healthy offensive lineman? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Um, That's my thought as is well. Is Tyron Smith coming back? I don't know. Is that an early Christmas present? A Christmas present? Sure. And I'll tell you what I think is very Cowboys-esque, very Jara-esque that I think we might see coming, or at least a, a, a run for him, is Odell. Really? Yeah. That does seem very Jerry Jones, doesn't it? Like going after prime time. Like yeah. going after Charles Haley. Yeah. It kind of does. It feels it feels on brand. It does very much so. And and you know, if you had asked me what was on your Cowboys wish list, I think I would have said a possession wide receiver. I think that the running backs do a pretty good job. The tight ends do a really good job yeah, they... at being possession guys are Wide receivers, not so much. If you were going to give me, you know. <laughs> Amari Cooper? Yeah, well, <laughs> that would work. Yeah. He looked good last night. Oh, wait. We had him. Yeah. We gave I, him away for if a you six were piece. To give, if you were to give me an underneath guy that could make the catches, the tough ones, the the, the quick slant type stuff, uh, what's Godwin, like like Godwin, like um, who was uh, Wes Welker. Like if you if you could resurrect a guy like that for the Cowboys, I would love to see that. And I don't know, can Odell be that guy at this stage? I, I don't know, I don't know. But it's an interesting thought. I think they do it more for the sizzle, yeah. for the pop. Yeah, America's team. That's a lot of hat, not a lot of cattle, frankly, on the Odell stuff. I mean, he did help the Rams last year. Yeah, he did. Uh, I'm not going to say he put him over the top. He wasn't the reason they won the Super Bowl, but he did help him. But you look at that team, and then you look at them now, the sustainability is just not there. No, They're like, we're going to go all in right now. 
win the Super Bowl. They did. Congratulations. Cowboys beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're in trouble. I don't know if they're buyers or sellers right now. I don't think they know. Not, exactly. Exactly. What they have. And they don't have a lot of draft capital. If they are looking they, to improve, they've already spent it. They spent it. Yeah. One and, one and done. It's a, it is a topsy-turvy NBA, and it's a very topsy-turvy NFL, too. Well, and I think that's why the trade deadline has been so bonkers is because there's so many teams out there that are okay, and they're looking at their records. They're looking at their schedule, and they're like, look, we can turn this around. We just need a couple pieces. Yeah, they can all see mm-hmm. kind of the top of the division, and but they've also got like a foot on the floor. Right. Like of the two teams between Green Bay and Tampa, Tampa's division sucks. They can still make the playoffs. Yes. I think Green Bay's Dunsky. They are Dunsky. And now it's now it's time to deal. You think Aaron Rodgers is going to be thrilled about that? I think it would be awesome if he was traded to the Lions or to Jacksonville. Your up and coming team. <laughs> that joke's gonna carry on all year <laughs> for the rest it? of your life. God, Jacksonville, what did y'all do to me? I thought getting rid of Urban Meyer would make you better. You still suck. Yeah. Well, it's Jacksonville. When you prefer playing games in England than your home stadium because <laughs> you get a bigger draw. Macho man, come on in, Mach. Hey, what's happening, Bob? Did you have a good Halloween? <laughs> spooky, 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 Jeff. What'd you dress up as? <laughs> what do you think I dressed up as, dipshit? Only the world's greatest wrestler ever. Ultimate Warrior. Oh, watch your mouth, little man. I took a shit bigger than you this morning. <laughs> You're an appetizer of an appetizer. You're not even nachos. You're salsa on my chip, fuckface. Do y'all watch Inside the Ropes? It's like the w- Watch it, I lived it. Yeah, you did. There's a great Macho Man episode and a really good Ultimate Warrior re- uh, episode. It's like they're mini documentaries of all the wrestlers we grew up on. The Ultimate Warrior one is incredible. The Macho Man one is over the top good. Oh, yeah. You know it. Miss Elizabeth, a large part of that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Macho. I looked at the NFL slate, and if I'm being honest, it mostly sucks. Cowboys are on by. I mean, I don't think you really want to be selecting any of these games. But nope. the, the college football slate has a headliner. Yeah, that's right. We got number one versus number two. Georgia at home against Tennessee. Yeah, that's a good one right there. Georgia's laying eight and a half, macho man. That's a lot of points. It's a lot of cheese. That's a lot of meat on the bone. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, Jeff, I've got I long enough. We hard. were done with the primo jokes, but it just keeps going. Well. It didn't have to be a primo joke. <laughs> okay, sorry. The <laughs> way you were looking at me. Anyway. Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> I'm going Rocky Top. I wish I was down there in old Rocky Top, down in the Tennessee hills. Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top. I'm going Rocky Top. Eight and a half points. So the Bulldogs are playing at home, Sanford Stadium, giving up eight and a half, but you like the Vols on the road. Sure do. Wow, gutsy, man. Yeah. How did he do last week, Bob? 
I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I totally lost track of that. Well, I don't write this shit down. I'm, 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 I'm going to assume. Obviously, I didn't do bad, because if I did, y'all be ripping my fine sculpted ass. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. We have the I've got it written. Wait a minute. Right wait a minute. We don't look back in, in the past. Oh, no, but we, we do. Stric- we strictly look into the future. But we yeah. do. You had Dallas to cover, and they did. You're welcome. You had Buffalo to cover 11 and a half against Green Bay. And they didn't. They did not. <sighs> and you took the Ravens to beat the Bucks by a point and a half, and they did. Hey, two and one's better than you schlucks. <laughs> yeah, because we didn't make picks. Yeah. Ask your bookie what how you did, Jeff. Oh, you're, don't. You're, Actually, don't. You're his favorite. Oh, wait. Sorry if you're listening, weren't you? I'll tell you where he is right now. Oh, my. The God. over-under on that Tennessee-Georgia game, 65 and a half. Holy Ooh, smokes. That's a lot, a lot of fireworks. I kind of think I'm going to take, take the over on that one. I just take the under? I think I take the over on that one. What? So we're going to have a game that's played, what, 40-some-odd to 35? It's going to be a video game. Total pandemonium. You know, they do know how to play defense in the SEC. We'll see. Okay, I guess we shall. (laughs) (laughs) All right, losers. See you all later. See you much. I think he probably did dress as the ultimate warrior. No. No? No. Growing up, growing up, did you think that the ultimate warrior was one of the Von Eriks? No. I did. Well, I was very wrong. Yeah. I thought it was Kerry Von Erich who had just changed characters. The Texas Tornado? So there's a Von Erich documentary coming out. I and heard. it's going to be good. With uh, Efron. Yep. You seen the pictures of Efron on? Looks good. He is. Okay, that's one way to put it. I was just going to say, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Easy, primo. That was, I know. That was so creepy. <laughs> I mean, he's young. Check, please. Hey, will you validate my parking? I got to go. <laughs> he looks good. <laughs> Apparently, Hollywood actors don't get tested for human growth hormone. No, they definitely don't. Because he is, like, purple in color. (laughs) He's not a normal hue. No. No. (laughs) His heart is going to explode. Bro, I'm at a dinner party the other day, and I started talking about this Von Erichs documentary that's coming out. And there were, like, maybe 12 people there. Age range from probably 38 to 70. Nobody but me knew who the Von Erichs were. They should not be your friends. And I agree. You should never go to a dinner party <laughs> like with them again. You can call yourself a Texan and not know who the Von Erichs were. Perhaps the greatest athletic family in the state of Texas. No doubt. Sad. Sad tragedy. I know. I'm the glad. whole damn family's tragic. Oh, yeah. I'm glad they're finally getting the shine they deserve, though. Totally. Can't wait for it. Kevin's the only one that's still alive, right? I think you're exactly right, living in, like, Hawaii or yeah, something. Just chilling. Yeah. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. We're good. Check back with us next week. I'll be uh, a week away from neck surgery. I should. What be... are you getting neck surgery oh, for? Old know. wrestling injury? <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about it after, I, you after I get cut Looking off. around the corner for Josh? <laughs> the old peekaboo? Okay, this time I'm going to act surprised. <gasps> <laughs> like and subscribe, please. How y'all feel out there? Do you feel good? 
I said, do you feel good? Come on. The groove feel good when it make you move. Make your next move your best move. Uh-huh.